Hey, this is Cortland Sutton. Hey, this is Tim Patrick. And you're listening to The Snap, Snap with Sydney Jones on Broncos Podcast Network. Yeah! Hello, everyone. Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for this week's episode of The Snap. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones, and it's week 11 of the regular season, and the Broncos are back at home this Sunday as they're set to face the Las Vegas Raiders. So joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio to take a look at this matchup is NFL on Fox sideline reporter Christina. Pink. Christina, thanks so much for joining me today. What a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Although Absolutely. I show up, I land, and you brought the snow, you brought I the know. cold. I'm blaming you, Sydney. I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? But I'm happy to be here. So happy you're here, too. I'm sorry you guys had to fly in in such a cold <laughs> week. But thankfully, Sunday is going to be a little bit warmer, so it won't be too bad. Yes, I'm ready for like 20 degrees warmer, but it's okay. Me too. <laughs> Well, Christina, it's hard to believe it's already week 11 here. How's the season been going for you? It's flown by on my end. No, it's been fun. It's been really fun. Um, it's kind of surprising just how quickly once the season goes. Like we, It feels like it takes forever for week one to get here. And I spent all of August just staring at my calendar and staring right, at my waiting. phone, you know, like <laughs> watching camps, watching practices and watching preseason. And it's like, when is the season going to start? Right. And then you blink and you're halfway through it. More than it's halfway crazy. through crazy. I know. So it's pretty surprising. But, you know, this is my favorite thing. I love it. I love just the energy of, like, going to different um, stadiums. And mm-hmm. what's fun for me is, like, the last few years, you know, obviously with COVID, with, you know, the schedule with Thursday nights, like, I didn't get to a lot of practices. So for this sure. year, like, we've been going to a lot of, like, Friday practices, seeing guys in person and right. you know, different energy. You really get to know the vibe of a team and you get to see them in person and how they do their Friday practices. Absolutely. And it's definitely so much better just talking to players in person to kind of get a feel for their personality and who they are, especially having to do it over Zoom for the past couple of years. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think guys are more inclined to, like, show a little more personality, oh, yeah. let their guard down a little bit. It's just that for face-to-face sure. contact talking to someone in person, you can kind of read their body language, you know, smile, feel the energy of a person. So it makes a huge difference when you're seeing people face to face and like doing our production meetings face to face, doing interviews on the field. You know, mm-hmm. there was a little stretch there where we were doing socially distanced, like right. post game interviews. You guys were in the stands, down right? to guys on the stands like, hey, what about that play on fourth down? You know, and I'm like, oh I don't know if you can hear me. I'm looking at the camera. I'm looking at the player. So right. I'm so thankful to be able to so like we're past have that. that interaction again with guys, you know, on the field. And there's yeah. nothing that can compare to that. For sure. Well, I know you're here for practice and those production meetings, like you mentioned. Who are you looking forward to talking to today? So today we'll obviously sit down with Mm -hmm. Russ. We'll sit down with head coach. Um, I think we're also talking to Josie Jewell. So nice. Yeah. So, you know, it's fun because you get to you always talk to the quarterback, but I always love talking to the defensive guys. It's usually Mm -hmm. a different rotation of different guys every week. For sure. Um, So I leave this defense right now. Yeah. Playing at such a high level. Exactly. And I think it's kind of overshadowed because Obviously, you know, it's right. NFL, it's a quarterback league, it's an offense league. So everybody sure. wants to, although the scoring is down this year, right? So the wow. defenses should be getting more attention. And this defense is incredibly good, you know, but it's very odd to have a team that's got the best scoring defense and then the worst scoring I offense <laughs> this late in the season, but not enough people are talking about it because sure. the focus is already on the other side of the ball. So I'd be interested to talk to the guys today. Yeah, definitely. Christina, as you're continuing to prepare for this game, what are kind of the main storylines that you're really honing in on for Sunday? I say all that to say, I'm like, well, we focus on the defense. So the first yeah, thing I'm going to say thing. is the quarterbacks. Obviously, I think on both sides, you have guys that are really taking ownership of the struggles of both teams. Like mm-hmm. on the Raiders side of things, I mean, Derek Carr was emotional. 
after yeah, their loss, that. you know, taking accountability, but wanting other guys to take accountability mm-hmm. um, to get guys to, you know, fight to be on the field. And then you have Russ saying this week, like, it's on me. I need to play better. You know, we need a couple more touchdowns and right. that'll make the difference. So I think it's interesting just seeing how both guys, the emotions of handling you know, seasons that should have been better, guys that, you know, had a lot of hype coming in. And we all talked about how the strength of the AFC West was going to be like the division that everybody was going to have their eye on. And it hasn't lived up to expectations. So I'm interested to see the quarterback play, how both guys bounce back. Um, also, the return of Josh McDaniels to right. Denver, Denver, to Mile High. He's mm-hmm. been back, of course, as an assistant. It's been a long time coming, but to be back as a head coach, what's the reception? Yeah. What's the energy? He's downplayed it throughout the week. Just we haven't talked to them yet, but just mm-hmm. with their local media. So I'm interested to see what the reception is like. Yeah. Um, and then of course I'm always love like some of the star receivers in this league. So seeing a guy like Devontae Adams face off against Patrick Sertan. Gonna be fun. That's gonna be to watch fun. Again. You know, they I talked to him and they've obviously played earlier this year, and that was his yeah. first time, but he's got a lot of respect for him. Um, as a cornerback and one of the unsung heroes of this defense. So that'll be fun to watch as well. Yeah, Christine, I, you know, it's no secret this offense has really struggled this year. Someone asked Coach Hackett this week kind of what the offensive identity is, and he said, to be quite frank, it's not a good one. What have just been your impressions from what you've seen from Russell Wilson in this offense so far this season? Well, I think first and foremost, you have to acknowledge the fact that there's been a ton of injuries, right? Okay. Like you've got, we were just talking about it because we're running through, you know, the stuff that we're preparing for the game. And it's yeah. like, oh, you have to remind people like, oh, by the way, they don't have Tim Patrick. Oh, by the way, they don't have Javante Williams. You know, they lost a lot of guys. And then other guys have been in and out, you know, right. Judy, Judy, and, Judy KJ. And so I think, look, there's no excuses. This is the NFL. Everybody's dealing with injuries, but it's hard to look at their roster and say like, man, they're they are missing a lot of playmakers. Yeah. But it's Russell Wilson, you know, like they brought him in, they paid him because they wanted this offense to perform well. And I think, you know, just simplifying things like getting completions, getting the ball downfield, like moving the chains, I think will open things up even more for this team and being more physical. I mean, they've got a ton of injuries on the offensive line. And this might be like a get right game because the Raiders pass rush has been non-existent this year. So the last in the league in sacks. So I think this will be the game for them to try to kind of move the chains, try to get that offense. You need a spark plug. You need that physicality. You need guys to be able um, to feel like, okay, completions, completions. It's it's literally sometimes just seeing the ball completed, you know, before you're like, okay, we get some more right. shots down the field. To get on that rhythm, to keep to get it going. in a rhythm. For sure. And being able to, you know, obviously make plays in the red zone, yeah. get in the end zone, get more touchdowns. I think it's obviously been important to this team or the, mm-hmm. something that has been necessary that has been lost. For sure. Yeah, uh, it was tough in Nashville last weekend on Sunday. You know, Russell, he was sacked six times, I think hit 18 times overall. So hopefully, I know a lot of those guys got injured on the offensive line on Sunday and we saw some rookies step up. So hopefully over this next week or this past week at practice, they were able to find more of a rhythm together on the offensive line and, you know, get that practice in. And I think too, that there's been, there's always a learning curve when you're performing in a new offense. And I think sometimes like people don't realize how difficult that is when you're in one system and you're playing for one team and you have one, you know, he's had different play callers, obviously when he was in Seattle. Right. But to shift to something totally different, it's not as easy as it seems. Right. Absolutely. We've seen that throughout the league. Like we've like guys like Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, uh, who else? I mean, Guys like quarterbacks that are in different teams yeah. and had you thought we're going to have instant success, not necessarily with Baker, mm-hmm. um, but Carson Wentz. Like the, it, the results haven't been there for some of the big name quarterbacks that shifted teams this right. year. 
And I think that there's an adjustment period. For sure. It takes, it takes time. time. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Christina, looking at this Broncos defense, I know Josh Jacobs, Raiders running back, Josh Jacobs always plays us so well. I mean, in their first meeting this season, he rushed for over 100 yards, two touchdowns. But, you know, the Broncos defense are coming off a game in which they held Derrick Henry to just 53 yards. So do you think they're able to maybe contain Josh Jacobs a little bit more this weekend? Well, so I think there's two things. One, obviously, you're coming off a great game, like you mentioned, yeah. against Derrick Henry, which is very difficult to slow that guy down. 100%. So the fact that, that we just watching the Thursday night game, yeah. he's throwing touchdowns, he's doing <laughs> a little bit of everything. everything. Um, and Josh Jacobs has been, I mean, one of the mainstays for that offense, which also has been struggling this year. Right. Like, you got to ride a guy like him, and he's, I think, at top five right now in the NFL in mm -hmm. rushing. So it's going to be hard to stop him. I don't think you can eliminate the run game completely um, because he's a physical back and they're going right. to lean on, especially I, I laugh, but it's like a lot of those guys um, coming into this game. Like I, I think about the weather, weather. the altitude, which uh -huh. you guys are used to oh, here, yeah. but not a lot. I don't know. You're gonna be, I, you don't get used I've to it. I've been here for three years and I'm still not used to it. Every time I walk up the stairs, I'm huffing and puffing. So, uh, and I was I listening know. to something he said during the week where he said, like, man, I love playing in the cold, you know? And so yeah. he's like, I think defenders are hard to hit you in cold weather. So, or they, you know, yeah. they don't want to come out there and lay those hits. So not that I think the Broncos defense is going to do that because right. they've been playing so well. Um, but I think it is going to be a physical game when it comes to their running backs and then obviously this this run defense. Sure. You mentioned all the injuries, Christina. So who's someone on this Broncos team that you really want to step up this weekend to hopefully get the win here? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, who needs – well, I haven't seen the latest injury report, so I'm mm -hmm. just going off of um, – obviously Russell will be important. But right. you know what? Let's talk about this defense. I do think – when you look at the way the Raiders are playing, it has literally been Herculean efforts from Devontae Adams. So right. let's talk about the defense. Patrick Sertan, mm -hmm. he played really well against them in that first meeting. Obviously, Devontae yep. had a ton of yards in that game, but not necessarily against Patrick. Can he lock down one of the best receivers in the game? Because he gets a good, like, I think he's third in the NFL in targets right now. So right. that matchup is going to be pretty important. And I think being able, I don't think you're ever going to stop Devonte, but you know they're going to slow him down, right? Yeah. And at times forcing the ball to him, like how they how's he going to step up? That may be the one. Yeah. And he's he's a guy that doesn't get talked about a lot mm -hmm. because they don't really ever test him, test him. right? Because yeah. they don't want to throw to no that side of the field. Yeah, they're going to test him on Sunday. Yeah, and he doesn't necessarily have like the splash plays in mm -hmm. terms of like he doesn't have a ton of like he doesn't interceptions. interceptions. No. Yeah, so people. Uh, cornerbacks are great, but for some reason they don't get love unless they're coming up with turnovers and takeaways. For sure. So that might be the thing. Yeah. Well, Christina, last one here for you. You know, as the Broncos sit at three and six, you know, what do you think a win on Sunday would really mean for this Broncos team? Maybe just for the morale of this team. I think it's important because at this point in the season, you just want to stop the bleeding, right? Yeah. And just prep, prepping for this game. Yeah. There's so much conversation, which understandably so, about the struggles, about the coaching, about this and that. And then right. at some point, you just want to stop the conversation because you just want to feel like the happiness of a win. feel good. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very simple, but guys so have a true. different energy, a different swagger when you get in the win column, right? Yep. And so I think, obviously, the fact that this season, the expectations were so high coming in, mm -hmm. I think the fact that the record is what it is right now has been a lot to 
for people to take in. So I think it is important. And doing it against the Raiders, I mean, look, I don't do a ton of AFC West, but I know this is a pretty big rivalry. rivalry. And this is a really, really important game for them, especially because Vegas won the first one. Yep, absolutely. And the Broncos... They have not won against the Raiders in the past five meetings. Yeah, so. they won the last five. I know. So, and that's Time. different staffs. Look, so it's yeah. going to be really important for them to come out and play well and play well early, right? Play well early. Yeah, get going. For- right, play well late. They've had some struggles coming out after halftime. Those third quarters have been an Achilles heel for them. So be able to sustain, drive, sustain the offense throughout, not just playing well in the first half, but being able to perform in the second half and <laughs> what was it that Nathaniel Hackett said this week? It was like, somebody's got to win this Someone's one, right? Win, somebody's yeah. got to win this game. <laughs> no ties. In a tie, no yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Tie. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to make a play late. But again, doesn't necessarily. Maybe it's a big pass breakup, right? Like, right. you never know what it's going to be. But somebody's got to make that big play mm-hmm. to secure a win for, for, you know, for the Broncos. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game regardless. Mm-hmm. The Broncos, you know, it's going to be a close. It's going to be a close These game. These two teams I know. play so many one possession. Games. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's insane. It, it's lost it, a lot of close games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I've uh, I, I don't necessarily love the cold, but it'll yeah. be a little warmer. <laughs> it'll be warmer. I don't like the cold either, so I'm right there with you. <laughs> Us Florida girls can't handle it. <laughs> well, Christina, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to chat with me today and join me on the show. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of The Snap. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. And thank you again to Christina Pink for being this week's guest. Make sure to follow the Broncos Podcast Network on Twitter and on YouTube to stay up to date on the latest episodes of The Snap. I'll see you guys right back here next week for another episode. See you all then.